Welcome to the Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. And I'm Sam. And this show, it was kind of light this week on reality TV, so we do have a special guest coming at the end, so stay tuned for that. But how was your weekend, Sam? It was good. Um, We went to, we had Sunday in the country on Mm -hmm. Sunday. I think that I realized you should probably be more of a fan of country music if you're going to Sunday in the country. You know what, it was... Maybe just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, it was nice, but I don't know that it was really for me. Yeah. Casey and I, her roommate, literally knew every song that was on, and Sam just kind of took a nap. (laughs) Pretty much. Right there, so... Yeah, you definitely have to be a country fan for an all-day country music event, so. That's the thing, is it's intense, because it's, what, seven or eight hours of just country music. When you don't know one song, it really does just become, like, one long nap nap time, that's it. So you would never go to Stagecoach? Never, no. (laughs) One, I don't feel like I would pay that much money. Yeah. Two, I'm definitely not paying that much money to go to concert festival where I don't know any songs even if Casey Musgraves was there who I love I don't I, it's, it's, it's one person it. yeah. for like a three-day weekend exactly so. I would go to a Casey Musgraves only festival she just isn't she on tour right now she is on tour and I'm really sad because she was in Virginia mm. Virginia's though that tricky area because it's too far like you can't do it I mean you can do it but but it's a pain it's a pain there's so much traffic and then even if you stay in D.C., it's still far enough out where there's traffic. It just That is just like an inconvenient location. Um, well, on Saturday, I went up to Philly. So we talked about Philly. I had the busiest freaking weekend this past weekend. Went to Philadelphia. No, went to brunch in Baltimore. Got a little tipsy on mimosas. It was a build-your-own-mimosa bar. Then went to Philly for the day. Ted drove. I wasn't driving, and proceeded to drink so many White Claws because it was just, like, unlimited White Claws at the birthday party we were at and got, I I was going to say tipsy, but probably more than tipsy, and then came home same day, Ted drove, we got home at, like, 11 o'clock at night, and then proceeded to wake up super early for Sunday in the country. Yeah, those White Claws sneak up on you. They do. Because you're like, it's water. I can just keep drinking that. (laughs) It's seltzer. It's fine. So, but I did take those cheers things Saturday night when I got home. I woke up on Sunday. Didn't feel hungover at all. Like, I could conquer the day. I had so much more energy than I usually do. Because even if I have, like, like a beer or two beers the day before, I am so sluggish the next day. And I think it's a carb thing for me. And I just feel so much heavier. But with these pills, like... I'm literally recommending them to everyone. Really? I have to get the free sample. Since it was a slow week, we're going to talk about 90 Day, X on the Beach. And we can talk about some rumors we've heard about the Kardashians because, you know, they didn't have an episode and decided to just leave us hanging. And I wonder if they're going to have an episode this week because they're having that E! True Hollywood story on the Kardashians. So I don't know if they're going to do both or just one. I would think they're probably just going to do the each of Hollywood story. Yeah, probably. Especially because Flip It Like Disick is on, which is not doing really that well. I feel sad for Scott. I love him. I just want the best for him in all aspects. Only good things. But, okay. 90 Day Fiance. Wasn't as dull as the week before, but it was still pretty dull. But at, it was, like, dull at some points, but at others it wasn't, so... Ben and Nikini. Ben finally moves out of Fidel's house. So he's in his Airbnb that he originally rented. He could not get out of Fidel's house fast enough. He was throwing shit in bags like, get me the fuck out. I don't want to be here anymore. It's just so uncomfortable to be staying with somebody who you're just meeting for the first time. Who doesn't like you. Who doesn't like you. It's just not a comfortable time. Yeah. But he was throwing shit in his bag so fast. And then when he gets to the Airbnb, did you notice this? Or am I the only one that's crazy to notice this? He's eating chips. And he put the chips. It's just him in the house. Like, if it's just me in the house and I'm having a bag of chips, I'm not putting them in a separate bowl. I'm digging right into 
even if Ted's here, I'm digging right into that bag of chips. He put them in a bowl and it was just him in the house. And I'm like, now you have to wash the bowl. Like, why do you want to wash the bowl? <laughs> and you have to wash it because you're at an Airbnb. So it's not like maid service is going to come and clean it for you. I don't I think that's that. the type of person that has maid service. Yeah, either. probably not. <laughs> no, that's, it's just, no. No, that was weird. But even weirder was a kitty at, no, before the dinner when she was like, why can't we sleep in the same bed? And what did she say? She was like, what if I have a towel on and I drop it? Is that temptation? And then she made this like weird reference and it was like something about a cookie jar. And I was like, this is getting like really awkward and like uncomfortable and cringy. Feels a little raunchy for 90 days. It's a little raunchy and just like, but there's been raunchier stuff on it, but I think it's just like, she just seems so like naive and innocent and not like that, that it just was like cringy. I was cringing watching that. But you know what? It always, it's always the quiet ones that are a little freaky. And then her comment, yes, because her comment when she was doing the thing, she was like, I've never not, like, I've, this has never happened, something along the lines of, like, I've never not had, like, a guy want to have sex with me, and I was like, ooh, like, one, your parents are probably gonna watch this, and it doesn't seem like you live in a household where that's accepted, so. No, I don't get that vibe from her family that premarital <laughs> sex is, is really accepted or in. It was, it was, oh, I got that, like, I'm getting chills thinking about it. <laughs> But that was weird. But then she goes to the dinner. Clearly, this girl has never had a drop of alcohol in her life. Like, you drink margaritas all the time. <laughs> I drink margaritas a lot. I've never been that wasted from one, one margarita. I think she's probably lived a very sheltered life living with her parents and her family. It seems like they sort of shield her from a lot of yeah. things. And she's probably not allowed to do a lot of things with them around. So she gets that one margarita, and that's it. I want to know what kind of tequila they're using, because obviously we're buying all of the wrong tequilas in our life, so. Seriously, if I could get a tequila that would get me drunk from one drink, you would have tequila forever. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, like, not like Casamigas, where it's like a million dollars, and you're like, well, I'm going to have to use a lot of this if I want to get a little lit tonight. No, she was... She was there after not even one, half a no. drink. I did sort of feel bad for her. She she was acting a little bit. She was acting foolish. like a high school girl that had alcohol for the first time. She was, but I felt kind of bad for her because if I'm at a dinner with somebody that I'm supposed to be getting engaged to and they're saying she's cut off, I don't appreciate people telling me. When I'm cut off. Not that anybody's ever had had to, but I wouldn't like it. <laughs> so when she had her face on the table, like, one, she didn't even eat her food, and she had her face on the table, and she's like, please, just one more. I'll never ask you for anything again. That resonated so much with me, because I have been there, not off of one drink, but I have definitely said to Ted, like, oh, just get me one more drink. I promise I'm not that drunk. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can so see that happening. Or even with, like, anything. I think I even do it with water bottles. Like, Ted, please just get me one more water bottle. Like, I'm so thirsty. I'll never ask you for anything again. Which is, like, if you're never going to ask somebody for anything again, that's really what you're going with is the one more margarita. I don't yeah. know. Like, how – I would – you know what? If you're going to do that, aim high. Please just buy me this diamond necklace. I will never ask for anything again. Please, all I want is a Tesla. I will never ask for one more thing. Yep. She was aiming high with the margaritas. So. And also, like, when he's like, oh, should we say grace? And he's she, she was, I can't speak to Jesus when I'm drunk. Wait, I did not catch that line, but that is goals. I can't speak to Jesus when I'm drunk. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. It was so cringeworthy, so funny, and kind of like what 90 Day should be, because it's like they're just meeting for the first time, essentially, and it's just so awkward. So awkward. Not to mention, I think, if you're meeting somebody for the first time and it's 
this sort of awkward position you're in, a little alcohol probably doesn't hurt. Probably not. But he went to the far extreme of yeah. like, what if she drinks when she's at home alone with my son? Like, clearly this seems like a one-time thing. She's not going to all of a sudden get to America. I mean, she might, but like, at least her tolerance would be built up. <laughs> she's not going to get to America and just be this raging alcoholic that's leaving your five-year-old son playing with swords and fire in the corner. No, and they were at dinner. It's not like they were in church and she was getting lit off of the church wine. She's That's probably the alcohol she had. She sits in the yes. corner while her dad's preaching and she's just <laughs> chugging wine back. And he, he tells her it's wine, but it's really great grape juice, <laughs> which is why she... Is not used to margaritas because all she's had is grape juice in her life. Tom and Darcy, nothing really happened with them except Darcy got wasted at a club. If you guys you guys can't see, but I'm doing air quotes because it was a restaurant essentially. It was a nice restaurant. That is all mm-hmm. it was. She got wasted. I think Stacy and Tom were ganging up on her, and then Tom is kind of being an asshole and is like. Why are you being rude to your sister? No, Stacey's in the corner making out with Florian saying, are you jealous? Like, she has every right to be pissed off. That's so strange. Why would you go to a group dinner and then sit there and make out with someone? And they've been together for three years, so it's not like... It's not like it's brand new love. Yeah. It's just uncomfortable. It's immature, and I feel like Tom and Darcy could be in a mature relationship, but... I've heard, like, rumors that she has an alcohol problem, Mm -hmm. which has been talked about in previous episodes, like, previous seasons of the show, but, like, why is TLC letting this woman get wasted for the drama (laughs) if they know she has alcohol problems? Because reality TV producers do not care. They care about the TV content, so it's not really their issue if you're an alcoholic as long as you don't... As long as you're making the money, Yeah. As long as you don't hurt yourself in the yeah. process of it. Yeah, that's true. Um, Michael and Angela. We okay. saw way too much of Angela this episode. I felt actually really sad for her when she had her one egg. And she thought that she was going to make a baby with her one egg. Okay. But on the flip side, I don't feel bad for her at all. Did this woman not take an anatomy class? Like, She has other kids. She should know how the female body works of, like, when you go through menopause, like, you can't have children. Also, like, everyone says after the age of 35, it's a geriatric pregnancy. Angela's 50. So, like, why didn't she think of any of this stuff prior to, like, oh, I have one egg. Like, I can tote a baby. One, that she does not know, that doctor does not know what toting a baby means. Not only people that watch the show know what she means by saying, I can tote it. Like, that poor doctor. Poor doctor. Or nurse, whatever she was. But I wonder if TLC paid her. I would bet you. Why else would you appear on this American show as a Nigerian... Are they in Nigeria? Yes. Nigerian doctor. Like, you need the cash money. Yeah. And, like, kind of, like, lie. Like, I don't even think you can see eggs like that. I don't know. I I can't say. I think you can see follicles and there might be an egg, but, like, I don't think that's how it works. Just from, like, the limited, like, some of my friends being pregnant and, like, the limited stuff that I've researched about getting pregnant and, like, odds of getting pregnant, I don't think that's how it works. I like, know nothing. There's women that go through, like, IVF to fi- and, like, all yeah. of that that don't just pop into an OBGYN and it's, like, shove this camera or ultrasound of my vagina. Like, I think there's a little more that goes into it. What was interesting, the other part, is that now she's like, well, if my daughter won't have the baby, I don't she know what we're going to do. her baby. Like, like, half of her. But I don't. I don't see, I don't know. So it would, but it would be her daughter's egg, no? But it would still be part of her, like, the point is, like, it's her bloodline. Her, her bloodline mixed with Michael, so the children would, like, resemble Angela. I think that's what she's going for. But at the end of the day, if you 
that's not an option. And clearly, like, you getting pregnant is not an option. There are other options out there. Not saying go with, like, Mama Michael's option of, like, going to fuck other girls and having a side family, but they can have egg donors. I feel the adoption, in my personal opinion, is better than having your daughter use her egg. It's just, to me, it's a little strange. I don't know. It's because it's not... It's really not your child. It's your daughter's child yeah. that you're now raising. It just seems like very complicated and a good way to like fuck up a child's mind. But you wouldn't trauma. tell a child. You don't think that child's going to find out one day that that's no. not actually their mother? I don't think so. I don't know. Unless they tell them, but... It seems like a, just a lot of trauma for a child, for a person to carry around. I mean, obviously they wouldn't know as a child, but yeah. when you become an adult... I feel like it would somehow. I feel like it's easier to just have an egg donor. If, like, Mm -hmm. Michael having a child is such a big deal, get an egg donor. Yes, it's a lot of money, but it's better than putting also Angela through the stress of like trying to get pregnant on this last maybe egg that she has when she also seems to have gone through, like, has once started going through menopause already. But the doctor pretty much told her, too. Oh, yeah. That there's no way that egg is viable because it's probably so old. It's just sitting there. That is so sad. That's really sad. One lone old egg. <laughs> if Angela did get pregnant, she would demand a push present. I wonder what Michael would get Angela. I don't even know. I feel like he A would- cake. <laughs> a cake. He should get her a boat. <laughs> To make up for the time that he went on the boat with the girls and lied. But <laughs> he wasn't even on the boat with any girls. Uh, that I would love to see Angela pregnant with Michael's child and how many fights they get into. That that child would come out with problems from in utero <laughs> trauma. Okay. Who else? So Avery and Omar. Nothing really happened with them. They got married. But... I think, like, she is living in la-la land. <laughs> she is living in total la-la land. She thinks she can go to Syria and dance in the streets and be loud, and that's not the case in Syria. Women are supposed to be modest modest and quiet. Not saying my personal beliefs align with that, but that's the culture, and you have to be respectful and aware of the place that you're living. And even at the restaurant when she's, like, did the little, like, finger dance of, like, oh, well, I can move my finger on my shoulder, and he just kind of looked at her, like, please don't do that. And I don't think she realized either that he grew up in this religion. This Mm -hmm. is, she just converted, what, what, three months ago, six months ago? Yeah. This is his entire life, so he obviously has a uh, mindset of how he thinks women should behave, Mm -hmm. and she grew up in America. Her mom seems pretty strong and... yeah. I don't know what other word I'm looking for, but she seems like she does whatever she wants when she wants to do it. So I'm sure she was raised the same yeah. sort of way. So I don't think she realized that's how her husband's going to, her husband's going to want her to act. Yeah. I don't think Modest. she thought about it at all. She also posts all the time on Instagram. So I'm wondering kind of like, is she living in Syria? Is she back at home? But apparently, so like Latakia, I think is, the area that Umar's from in Syria and it's under government control. So it's not As, a war zone. Mm-hmm. Like I think a few years ago it was definitely a war zone and there was a lot of bombings and everything, but it's not other. It's not like any, it's not like the Syria that we see on TV of like buildings demolished, but it's also because it's under the government control and they can make it a little bit more safe. But that's still terrifying that if it does leave government control, it can literally go to shit and you're stuck in Syria. Yeah, and I would bet it's probably not a very stable government mm-hmm. at this point. It's probably very easy to collapse. No. But she posts all the time. She gets so many, like, things from fans and everything, and she posts them all the time on Instagram, so. I would imagine she's in the U.S. I The only re- – so – This is going to sound bad, but so you know when people move to foreign countries, they lose a lot of weight because American food is just not the greatest. She lost a significant amount of weight, it looks like, from like what you can see, like her face. Mm -hmm. 
it like her cheekbones are more defined, like her chin's more defined in her Instagram story. So I'm thinking she might have moved somewhere, or she has a new gym routine. I oh, <laughs> oh Lord, I hope she didn't move to Syria. I just she's never gonna be. It will never allow her back. Yeah, I mean they can move to like Germany. Okay, acceptable. Yeah, it's a country you can move back from. <laughs> or maybe they're living in like Lebanon. Or somewhere else. Better than Syria. Yeah. But I don't think anything else happened. No, it was sort of a dull episode for the most part. I can't wait for the tell-all. They have a tell-all? Mm-hmm. They do. Last time on the tell-all, Angela screamed at someone and got, like, in her face with her hand in someone's face, like, super close. It was... She does not hold back. I love Angela. She was made for reality TV. She was. She definitely was. She just has that personality where she's loud and she says whatever she wants and doesn't think there's any repercussions nope. for what she says. And I love it because that's what you want on reality TV. Yeah. She's unfiltered. Unfiltered. Just like Marie on X on the Beach. Marie. I, okay, I love Marie. Okay, so, so let's get into the whole Devin and Shannon thing. I have a theory as to why he is allowing himself to hook up with Shannon, not Marie. My theory is that he's not really super into Shannon. I think he's into her looks-wise, mm-hmm. but I don't think that emotional connection is there. I think Devin needs not Devin needs someone that he can hold a conversation with, and Shannon's not going to do it for her, him. No, and I think that he has an emotional emotional and mental connection with Marie, but I think that mm-hmm. he has a wall up, and he doesn't want to go there with her, so that's why he's like, I'm just going to go with Shannon, because... She's easy. She's easy to... Not that she's no. easy, but, like, she's an easier person yes. for him to... it, It's light. Yeah. It's light and breezy, and he doesn't have to be too invested, but he can still get something out of it. Yeah. No, that makes sense. But, like, they're also, like, not... Like, they should be a little bit more respectful instead of, like hooking up on the couch right outside the window, like, come on, guys. I agree. I would be devastated if I had strong feelings for someone, came on a show thinking, I'm going to convince this person to be my boyfriend, and then he's just, like, sitting on the couch five feet away from me making out with some girl. And then they're talking about going upstairs. And then they go upstairs. Do they not have, um, I know after, if you want a crush date, they have that room that you can go to. To essentially hook up. But do they not have a boom boom room on X on the beach? I don't think they have a boom boom room. I think they only have that room if you win a date. That is kind of fucked up because there's a lot of sex happening, I bet, on X on the beach. Oh, 100%. But you know what? It's it's similar to Ari the One because they had a boom boom room, but there was definitely still people who were just hooking oh, up yeah, in the main true. rooms because other people are occupying the room, so people are not going to just not have yeah. sex. They're just going to have sex where everybody else is sleeping. Yeah, that's true. But... When Marie is walking up the stairs to go into the room as they're having sex, I'm like, Marie, please don't do it. You're going to watch this back. And they weren't just hooking up. Like, from that, the, the MTV gets raunchy on X on the Beach when they're showing people, a, like, it's essentially a porn. Like, you could tell they were full on having sex and Marie just busted in. They were in it. I was like, Marie, please don't do this. Please don't. First of all, it's all going to do is break your heart. It's not going to be good for you. What do you think you're going to do? Stop them? Like, yank Shannon away? Like, no. Even if they do stop, it's like, you have to see that. You're now going to see this guy that you're so into having sex with some other girl. No. And now you seem like a crazy bitch. Exactly. And and now it's like you're crossing the line. You're not terminally chill. You are not terminally chill. But I just love her because I feel for her. I get it. It's. She wants so badly for this to work out. And I think that Devin wants it to work out as well, but he's He's afraid. He's not going to say it. He's never going to say it. I kind of hope that they have, like, a um, after tell-all type thing. Mm -hmm. But since they didn't have it for Are You the One, I doubt they're going to have it for X on the Beach. I doubt it. But I just think he has some wall up that he can't let down, so he's not going to go there with Marie. Yeah. Because all the... The way he describes her and all the things he says about her are very positive, and it's not just, like, in a friend way. 
Yeah. You can tell that there's more feelings there. I mean, in the beginning of the season, too, he kissed her in front of the house. He was so excited to go on a date with mm-hmm. her. So, something, it was after they had that picnic date, and she, or the wine date, whatever, and yeah. she sort of snapped. For whatever reason, that to him was, like, red Which light. I have to end, end it right here. But, like, he also said something that was, like, kind of fucked up. It so. was. You, Regardless of if you're ranking somebody and you think it's good or not, you don't rank a person. No. You just say, like, I want to be with you. If you want to be with a person, just say I want to be with you. Not like, oh, from scale of friend to, like, girlfriend, you're a set. What? You said seven? You're a six. Oh, a six. That's even worse. (laughs) You just don't give anybody a number. You can say, you know what? I think things are going well. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Don't give somebody. Even if that's not what you mean about somebody being a six, looks wise, personality, whatever. That's how the person's going to take it, regardless. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Mark Jansen, Aubrey O'Day. I know we talked about them last week in the Twitter, Instagram drama <laughs> that went down. Now it makes sense. He literally broke her heart. <laughs> when and she was like, bitter. I'm going to go upstairs and sleep. Like, oh, felt so bad. You just got dumped on TV. Thing is, she should, she was like neglecting coffee this whole time, and I think coffee would have went all in with her. She, I think she still will. Like I think coffee loves her. She does, and that's not going to stop. So, but I, I don't know. Like she should have picked up on the signs of like when Mark was like, "I don't want a relationship. Let's just do this fun thing," and when Mark was like. I wish my ex came. <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> and I think in the beginning, Aubrey didn't, was like, oh, I'm not going to get invested. This is just like a fun little thing. Yeah. And I think she did become more invested, obviously, over time. Yeah. And now she's trying to retract it. Yeah. It's like, boo boo. <laughs> we watched the show. Mm-hmm. We all saw You can't it. say that it was all produced. Like, yes, MTV is great at producing scenes, but... They're not holding a gun to your head when you're saying things in bed to Mark, like, oh, well, after this, like, we can have phone sex and real sex and be in a relationship and all this stuff. And it's like, no one's forcing you to do that, especially when you're all cuddled up in a bed. So you can't say that was produced. <laughs> no. And I get it. She's probably tr- she's trying to do some damage control because she got rejected yeah. on national TV. And that's not a good time for anybody. No, not at all. But I think there's probably a better way to go about it. Yeah. Is there anything else on X on the Beach? Marie's ex comes. Oh, Jason. Oh, my gosh. When he slaps Kenya's ass, one, that shit sounded like it hurt. Like, it was so loud. So when Tevin comes over, he's like, no, this one's taken. He was not aggressive, but no. he's not an aggressive person at all. No. He was just like, no, no, no. She's, I was like, oh, he was so nice about it. But, like, Jason's being a drunk asshole New York douchebag. That's not really from New York, but, like, pretends he's from New York. I just, he has fuckboy written all mm-hmm. over him. And when he showed up, I was like, Marie, this, I just want and he good was like, for Marie. I want to make it work, and it's like. Oh, no. But no. Marie has, like, what, uh, Anthony, is that his name? Yes. Anthony did the same exact thing when he first came, got wasted, and made a fool of himself, and now look at him. He's, like, the voice of reason on the show. And you know what? I could see if you're somebody who's never been on reality TV and you don't know what you're getting into, you probably yeah. get a little nervous, you overdrink. Unlimited alcohol. Everyone else is drinking, but also those people have been there for a few weeks that probably built up a little bit of a tolerance from drinking every day. So, and you want to make a, you're nervous, you're on TV, you drink a little bit more, and then you just get wasted. But from what Marie said, it sounds like this is just him. Yeah, it sounds like it's the norm. And it's not good, you know what, not good enough for Marie, it's not going to work for me. So... I don't know who Marie needs to be with, but I'm going to think of it. Anthony. But I kind of like Anthony and Celeste. Yeah. But also, like, Marie and Anthony, I don't see them in a relationship. I see them totally friend vibes. Like, very good friends. Yes. And I don't think that Anthony can keep up with Marie's mind. No. I don't think they're on that same sort of, like, 
banter mm-hmm. level. No, that makes sense. What else? Billy's boyfriend came, or ex-boyfriend, not really boyfriend. I don't think, they never dated officially, but his sentence literally made no sense. I want to be exclusive with you when pointing to Emily, and I want to be exclusive with you pointing to his boyfriend. It In what definition does that, like, he's trying to make a thruple, but, like, no one wants that happening, and, like, Emily wants him to be exclusive. And then what was his boyfriend's name? I don't remember his name. Wants him to be exclusive. And the boyfriend even said, like, I could be friends with Emily, but you're not allowed to be in a relationship with her. Like, he's not reading the cues of, like, both of these people want a relationship with you, but they don't want you hooking up with each other. No. Somebody needs to hand Billy a dictionary and tell him to look up the definition of exclusive. Because what he described, it's not that. I feel like he's he was trying to pull the Aubrey O'Day move and was like, I just want to be with both of you. But, like, you're not pulling it off because these people actually, like, really like you. Yeah, it's not a situation where they're into you for your looks and are just in for a good time. It's like, no, these people both are invested in mm-hmm. you and it's just not going to slide. No. I want him and Emily to work out so badly. But, like, I felt so bad when he's oh. like, oh, can I, like, he left her at the date. I felt so sad for her. I can't imagine you're having this fun time, this cute little date, which I really like them together. I feel like they both bring out this goofy side in each other, and just they just seem very carefree together. Yeah. And then he just leaves her, and she's sitting at the table, literally in by herself. In a cape, literally by herself, because it's not like there's anybody else around them aside yeah. from cameras. So I don't know if that's even more sad, you're being filmed sitting at a table by yourself. No, that is really sad. I felt so sad for her. I don't think anything else happened on X on the Beach. No, it's been a little bit uneventful. Yeah. The the last week, last week or so, I feel like it's been, eh. But I feel like that's, like, across the board. Yeah. Like, nothing, especially with no keeping up this week, like, everything just, eh. You need to watch the challenge. I know. I, I'm going to do it this week. I mean, I have a nine-hour car ride. I'm just going to download it. So. The challenge has been so good. Unless I get stuck on this, like, Kim, not Kim Kardashian, just Kardashian underlying, like, drama that's not really out, but, like, kind of out because, you know, Kylie broke up with Travis, but are they broken up or is it really just Chris controlling the media yet again? Here's the thing. One, as soon as it comes out on E! News, you know it's somewhat planned because they practically own E! News. Yeah. They probably make half of the money for E! News. Oh, yeah. So whatever they say goes for the most part, probably. Yeah. And then, but then there's also those people that are like, well, if it's on E! must be true because because of that reason, but it's a cover-up. So I've heard rumors Kylie's pregnant, so... I have a theory. It's not really my theory. I saw it on the internet. (laughs) But the other theory is that Kanye West was supposed to come out with an album. He's late. So he he needed a distraction. So Kris Jenner is like, let me get right on top of that and release the story. I kind of believe they're broken up. I don't know. I never got the vibe from them that this was going to be a long-lasting relationship. See, but I kind of did just because, like, I feel like when Kylie's all in on someone... She is all in on that person, and, like, this is the father of her daughter. So I could see her trying to make it work. He would have had to do something so fucked up. I'm sure that he loves her and loves that child. But I also feel like he doesn't want to be a father of more children right now. Well, he he just smoke weed all day, every day. I know, but it's California. Let him smoke weed if he wants to smoke weed. (laughs) He can, but I don't feel like when you're a parent, you should be high out of your mind. Every day, you can't take you can't take care of a child high out of your mind. Which they have nannies to do that, but yeah, then you're not, not being like, a present father. Yeah, unless but it's a baby right now. Like, what is that baby gonna remember? The baby's not gonna remember anything. Exactly. But I don't see him as this family man right no, now. But I can see like when the baby gets older, maybe. Yeah, I just don't feel like he's in the place. He's at a place where he wants more kids right now. And but he said it before, unless it was just in that joking, like, let's have a baby. <laughs> but 
felt like if someone said that to me, I'd be a little, a little scared. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not buying it. I also saw something on the internet that, well, there's been actually a lot of lines that Travis Scott has cheated on Kylie with multiple women. Yeah. Obviously, you take that with a grain of salt because the blinds say a million things about a million different people. Yeah. But I saw an interesting post about this woman who's alleged to be his mistress, I don't know, person he's having an affair with. And she posts things on Instagram that, ha- like, she's wearing a watch. That's the same watch she has. In her room, there are a pair of sneakers. They're the same pair of sneakers he has, which, okay, mm. people could have the same shoes, same watch, but then they've also been in pictures together. Huh. So, I don't know. I wonder if, like, Kylie's okay with him having someone on the side. Like, I feel like it's that underlying theme of celebrities where they're Mm -hmm. not going to outright say that they're fine with open relationships, but I feel like it happens a lot. And as long as you keep it on the down low, it's totally accepted. But once you get sloppy and, like, things come out, that's when they have to put their foot down because it's like, no, I can't have this because people won't understand. I think so. I think that happens actually probably a lot in L.A. where they Mm -hmm. are in these open relationships, but not all people would understand. Yeah. Especially I think it happens a lot with, like, professional athletes and Mm -hmm. their wives. I'm sorry, but I think it's delusional to believe that your spouse unless you have been dating since you were like teenagers yeah it's not gonna cheat with somebody when they're on the road so in my opinion at least if you set it up like you know what you can do what you want yeah but I don't want to know about it I don't want the public to know about it yeah just don't be sloppy with it and it's fine like yeah I think it happens all the time so I wouldn't be surprised if Kylie knew about him having a mistress and this People are now finding out, so they put this post out. I can see that. It's like they're trying to get ahead of it before something big actually leaks. Yeah. So it's more so they can control the narrative of, well, we're taking a break. But yeah. it's, you know, it's we're not split forever. We're just taking a break. It's amicable, yeah. whatever. Instead and then they can easily out. spin like the, we're, we took a break because of the mistress, but now he's on the right path. But in reality, he's going to still be seeing people. But he'll just be a lot smarter about it. Yeah. So he can't lose that billion dollars. Like, but he makes solid money on his own as well. But there's like a difference between a few million and a billion. That is a lot of freaking zeros. And it's just like a different level of wealth. That is. But he could be comfortable. Oh, on he his definitely own if he could wanted be comfortable. To. But why be comfortable when you could be a billionaire? So. <laughs> Oh, I'll never know. I will definitely never know. So, so the only option is to marry into the wealth. I need to find a billionaire. Well, fuck. <laughs> I did not do Dude, that. <laughs> you, that ship has already sailed for you. I married into a loving relationship. Only True. saying that because he listens. So, but speaking of my loving, not rich relationship, we're actually going to have him on the show. Um, he's going to do a game with us, but what's the name of the game again? The name of our game is Liar Liar Ho on Fire. (laughs) I love it. I told Ted the name of it and he's like, of course. So he doesn't know what it is. He like kind of knows what it is because we told him in the past we wanted to do this with him, but we're going to give him different scenarios. We're not going to use people's names, so... It's either Housewives, 90 Day Fiance, Kardashian, or completely made up. But we're going to give him, like, vague statements of things that have happened on these shows. And he has to guess if we made it up or if it really happened. So we're going to have him come down and do it. We have Ted down here. He came down, took a break from Thursday Night Football to participate in this lovely podcast. So... Ted, say hi. Hey, how's everybody doing? So, we're going to play a game with you. It's called Liar Liar, Who's on Fire? And we're going to give you a scenario. You have to tell us if it happened on reality TV, or just happened in general, or if it didn't happen and you think we're lying. Alright, there's no way this can go poorly. (laughs) None. 
Okay. So the first scenario, housewife is at a group dinner. They're all in an argument per usual. And she takes off her fake leg, says the only thing fake about me is this, and slams it onto the table. It was a prosthetic. That didn't happen. It did! <laughs> New York City housewives. Well, leave it to New York City to pull <laughs> some shit like that. Nope, that did happen. Live TV. Well, not live, but you know what I mean. Iconic. Thank you, Aviva Drescher, for giving us that moment. And that is your city, and you're so proud of it. I know. It was an iconic moment for TV. I'm proud to be from New York. I mean, she's from the table-flipping city, so. Not city, state. <laughs> the table flip heard around the world. Okay. You ready for the next one? Not really, but go ahead. <laughs> Reality star is pregnant. She's giving birth on camera. And while she's giving birth, she leans forward and pulls the baby out of her vagina. I can't I can't see that happening. It did! You're so bad at this game, Courtney. It's almost like I don't watch reality TV. Courtney Kardashian is giving birth to was it Mason? I think it was Mason. Giving birth to Mason and she pulls Mason out of her vagina. Not that I really want to know, but how much pulling did she actually do? She literally, she was like, well, did you she have just, to push did she just the like, baby out a little bit. Did she but... just palm it like a basketball, like she was going back for a windmill or something? <laughs> I don't re- really remember. It was like, I think like it was just years the ago, but like the baby was like, like, you know, giving birth. I'm sure you've seen it in health class, but. <laughs> I never took a health class. Well, that's unfortunate, but <laughs> he's like Angela. <laughs> Pulls the baby out. While she like leans over and like grabs it. Okay, you ready for the next one? Yeah, on a similar note, let's get on to the next one. <laughs> okay. So the next one is housewife divorces her husband. Two months later, it's found out that she's dating the husband of a co-star. And the co-star and the husband are still together. So it's like an affair cheating situation. I'm going to go with no, because that just seems like something y'all would make up. Something's too easy. We did make it up. That, that was correct. That was <laughs> we are the liar, liar, hose on fire. Yeah, you finally got one right. Is You're thinking just like saying no for everything. <laughs> well, there's no way half of this shit sounds real, so. Okay. So, family visits future in-laws, right? And... Future in-laws put down a plate of chicken feet and chicken necks. And the family thinks the future in-laws are setting a voodoo curse on them and refuses to eat the food and disrespects the family. Is this more like the first time you went to dinner with my parents? (laughs) No. (laughs) This did not happen in my lifetime. (laughs) I could see that happening. Yes, it did. 90 Day Fiance. They went to the Dominican. Sounds about right. Yep. Language barrier and all. And chicken feet. Okay. This man goes to Brazil. He's very paranoid. I think I've heard this one before. (laughs) A man in Brazil. It's a classic. He's very paranoid about a parasite swimming up into his penis. So he brings with him a protection bag. It is true. I actually saw there was a movie. I saw that in a movie one time. No, yeah, but he but he reality. literally wore. Imagine like a metal condom. You've obviously never worn an athletic cup before. <laughs> no. Well, he wore it to go swimming with his fiance in the river. You know, because you know what happens if the parasite gets in you. You got to cut your dick off. No, you don't. Yes, you Ted. do. No, you no. don't. What is this voodoo science? <laughs> the science of a country like Brazil. No, you don't cut your penis off, I'm sure. Of right, because you two would know. <laughs> we are the leading experts. It is your experience in the matter. Okay. We don't realize that Sam used to be a man. Are you man. ready for the next one? <laughs> are you ready? Sure. Okay, I'm setting the scene for you. Woman at an event in a dress. This is a porno? <laughs> Woman at an event in a dress. All of a sudden you start seeing blood coming. She's bleeding through the dress. And people are kind of like, why are you bleeding? And she pulls it up to show people that she has leeches 
on her because she's doing gut therapy. I'm going to say that one is true because it seems like something that people on the shows you watch would do. It is true. <laughs> Can I just ask a question real quick? How in the hell do you people watch shows like this? <laughs> it's so it's entertaining. It's so entertaining, Ted. Someone has leeches on their stomach doing gut therapy while in like a formal gown. For Christ's sake. Real Housewives. It's iconic. Where would you ever see that in real life? Well, isn't this supposed to be reality TV? I know, but we're not wealthy enough to do that. No. So. This is hyper-reality. This is... Uh, that's... <laughs> I don't know what to say about half of that. <laughs> okay, last one. Last one. Thank God. Reality... Reality? <laughs> reality. TV star. They try to go skinny dipping by jumping off a cliff. Clip? Can I speak tonight? Cliff? And they end up paralyzed uh, I was going to say false it is false we made it up no shit man <laughs> we are not good liars you are not the two of you I know she ain't but I don't I'm not a good liar but you thought the first two were true false they were true yeah that has nothing to do with the two of you <laughs> yes it does we're not good at making up lies maybe but, okay, We're no, this selling. is what we discovered. Making up lies about reality TV, like, things that didn't happen is very hard because anything goes on reality TV. So we were worried about the housewife one with the divorce and everything. We had to think and seriously think, like, shit, did this happen? Because I'm not 100% sure. So it was hard. We sat down here for a while. And those are the best we could come up with. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I'd, All I, we can come up with. I would edit that part out. I want <laughs> people know that. <laughs> it was great. Well, thanks for playing, Ted. All right. Well, thanks for having me. It was interesting. <laughs> well, that was fun-ish. Ted knew when we were lying. Clearly, making up lies about reality TV is not easy. So, if anyone has suggestions for better lies... That would be greatly appreciated. Please let us know. Lying is apparently not our forte. Not at all. Which I guess is a good thing-ish, but... We're just honest people. Yeah. <laughs> you doing anything fun this weekend? You know what? I don't think I am. And I'm very excited for it. You know what? I'm going to relax. Look up restaurants. Look up restaurants. Oh my gosh. I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> I And I feel so bad because you keep on sending me very good suggestions. But I'm like, oh, but I don't know about this one thing. But I'm going to figure something out. Maybe that taco place. They don't and have alcohol, I don't think. Even if they don't have alcohol, it's like, whatever. I could get over it. I'm telling you, that Italian restaurant, just make people pay $50, and they're getting unlimited alcohol. It's a good deal. The only thing with that one is I don't drink beer or wine. That is true. But I think you could suck it up. <laughs> Or do the $35 one and, and you get a get bottle drink. of wine for the table and then just get drinks. That actually is not a bad idea. Because it's the appetizers are done family style. You get an entree, you get a dessert, and a bottle of wine. Okay. I could go for that. And apparently it's like a old school Italian restaurant that has like a party vibe and they have entertainers. Or that other list of notes that I shared with you. <laughs> I know. I'm going to find something. I have to do it this weekend because I'm really truly going to be fucked. If I don't figure it out this weekend. If anyone has suggestions listening to this, she's planning her birthday in New York and there's going to be like 17 people for dinner. I invited too many people. I love everybody, <laughs> but I didn't think everybody was going to say yes. So I just, that's what I do. And then I have a 30 person brunch. So yeah, it's just a lot. And now it's a little overwhelming, but I'm going to get through it. I'm going to figure it out. Well, I have a car. Nine-hour car ride tomorrow, so if you need me to send you more suggestions, I will be bored, so. But you're going to the best city. I'm going I'm to Charleston this weekend for a wedding. It's going to be beautiful. I have not looked up the weather, which is not like me, so I'm super excited to go. I got a dress last night. It's like a florally dress that I could probably still wear during the fall because it's like a transitional mm -hmm. dress, and it just, like, Felt very Charleston vibes, so. Yeah, it's going to be pretty for Charleston. I'm excited. 
I'm so jealous. Charleston is one of my favorite cities in the world. Not even just in the country, in the world. It's so pretty. It's so charming. All the gas lights are so cute, so walkable. Streets are so cozy. Ugh, I could go on and on and on. I'm excited. I've never been there. I should get down there at like four tomorrow. And then we're going out to dinner. So it'll be fun. Wedding all day, not all day, like Saturday night. So in the morning, I want to do sightseeing. But And you're coming back Sunday? Mm-hmm. Are you going to work on Monday? Mm-hmm. I do this all the time you do. to myself. Why are you doing this to yourself? I don't know. I'm going to go in late. And I already talked to Mia about it. But I'm going to go in a little bit later, most likely, because I have to pick up the dog at doggy daycare. So at least so, it's a little better. Yeah. But I still have to wake up early to get the dogs. So. Okay, I'll stop doing this to yourself. I know. I just need to take the day off. <laughs> I'm, I'm a time hoarder, and I like to have days and time and... And I don't use them when I need them. <laughs> I feel that. I have eight days left and no plans. I, yeah. I have, maybe I'll, I'm going to take a few days around Christmas, but I'm a time hoarder too. It's hard. It's very hard. Even though I, I sit at work, I'm like, I don't want to be here right now. Why am I not using my days that I have? Yeah. My worry is that something's going to happen and I'm going to need the time and I'm going to like, then being a deficit. Yeah, and I'm gonna just hate it, so. Me too. That's that's always my thing. I'm always paranoid something's gonna happen, but nothing ever does. But you know what? I'm well prepared. You're well prepared. I mean, I had a concussion. I wasted two days laying in a dark room, so. True. Well, I don't know what's going on next week with any shows, because I don't remember watching any trailers. I'm gonna catch up on the challenge. We can talk yes. about it next week. I am gonna... Just burn through my data plan. I have unlimited, but, like, it will slow down, but it's fine. It's worth it for a nine-hour car ride. I will be driving some of it, but Ted likes driving, so he'll drive the majority of it. And it's so good. You're really going to like it. Okay. And Sunday, they're doing an e-true Hollywood story on the Kardashians. Okay. So that should be sort of interesting. I used to love when they would do the e-true Hollywood stories. They were always really good. The Kardashian one is probably going to be really good. They always bring premium content, so I'm interested to see that. But 90 Day Fiance, the dumpster fire that it is, will always have something to talk about. So Always. But tune in next week. Um, Thursday, same time, we'll be here. And we're trying to kind of expand our podcast, get it out there and stuff. So if you know people that would be interested in listening, send it. Send them to our Instagram at the Weekly Spill. So, yeah, just send us some love. We're finally on the Apple Podcast app. Took them a week to approve us, but we got there. But we're there. So, rate us, review us. Anything is appreciated. But have a good week, you guys. Bye.